0: And welcome to another episode of Kingdom Connections Podcast. I am here today to have a wonderful conversation with the lovely Shay Bynes. And for those of you that don't know Shay, she is the co founder of Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, which really is so much more than a business, it is a a movement, it is um, a culture shift. And she is also the author of Grace Over Grind. And she's just released the latest edition, a new edition of Grace Over Grind, which I have come to find out it's so much more than just for the entrepreneur, which is what I thought. It's a way of life. It's a way of life. And so I'm so excited to just be able to dive in and share the journey and the message behind Grace Over Grind, because I know... I know that you're going to be blessed from hearing the behind the scenes, the journey, um, the struggles even, that, that I believe are for somebody who's listening. So welcome, welcome Shay.
1: Thanks for having me, Sabrina. Looking forward to our conversation.
0: Wow, so excited for you to be here. Um, we were talking beforehand that I really wanted to dive in to that, that backstory. Because if I'm being honest, when I first encountered you online, um, just the way that you showed up and, and the content that you shared, it was as if there was a level of ownership, like this is just the way it's always been for you. And I've only gotten a glimpse of really like the backstory and going from where you were to where you are now. But can you just share with us a little bit about that transition of of going from a place of grinding to grace operating from God's grace.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I, so for those who don't know, so the subtitle on grace of a grind is how grace will take your business where grinding can't. So even the the book is a life message, but I talk a lot in a work, in a work context. Right. And so when I think about the grind, the way that showed up in my life, it was almost like I grew up in church. I had a relationship. I didn't, I sort of had, I had a Sunday relationship with the Lord, you know, and I didn't know, I wasn't avoiding God in the context of my work, but I really did not know that God was interested in that aspect of work. And so since I was a pretty performance you know, achievement oriented person, you know, academically and all of those things that poured into my professional life as well. After school, it was just kind of like, you just go after it, you make it happen, you do the things and all of that. I didn't even have a context for engaging God with that, with the exception of if I got in trouble, it's like toss up a prayer, right? And so when I was in my corporate career, I was pretty much just kind of in that mode. And then when I started a side business, outside of my corporate job, it became the side hustle. That was the grind and the whole culture of work and entrepreneurship specifically at that time. And even now, just maybe lesser than it was then was all about be on team, no sleep. You know, you'll sleep when you're dead, you know, grind it out, make it happen. So that was the culture I was embedded in. And frankly, that worked well for me because I was so achievement oriented at the time. And so what happened was I was in that mode. And I would say every January, I would write out all my goals, Sabrina. And then I would say, Lord, please bless these plans, these these goals, these dreams of mine, right? And I did that pretty much every January. And I remember in 2009, when I did that, and I heard the Lord speak back to me, this was for the first time about what I was talking to him about. And he said, you're going to leave your job by June of 2010. And I'm like, I knew it was the Lord, Sabrina, because that wasn't my plan, wasn't my thought, right? And so I wrote that down. And then I was like, well, I don't even know really what to do with that, except for be the strategist and planner that I am and write out yeah. all the things that would need to be ha- happen in order for yeah. me to actually leave a really great high paying job to go do a full time entrepreneurship to do who knows what, right? And so oh. that was that, so there was, I I went through layers. So I went through the layers of, fast forwarding into 2010, where the Lord said, go, and it was time for me to leave my job well before it made sense to do so. That was my wow. first time exalting God's wisdom over my wisdom in a context of work. So I left my corporate career, but then I went to grind it out. Cause I'm like, I, I trusted. I wasn't really trusting God. I was scared if I didn't leave my job, what would happen? And so I left my mm-hmm. job at a reverential fear of the Lord. And then Wow. And then I went into grind mode again, not even talking to the Lord about why I left and why he wanted me to leave in the first place. So then six months later of me just now doing my real estate and business, what I was doing part-time, full-time, I'm hitting it hard and I'm making this much progress. And about six months in, I heard it wasn't loud like the first one, which was go. The second time it was, are you done yet? Wow. <laughs> and so I was so convicted in that moment of just like, actually I am because this isn't working. And by the way, why did you want wow. me to leave
0: my job? <laughs> Stage <Wow>. two.
1: <laughs> so now I'm shifting into now I'm like, God seems to care about this stuff. And so I started doing my real estate business without awareness that He cared, but I was still, I was almost in the mode of I'm doing this for God. Like yes. now I'm doing this stuff and I'm doing this for the glory of God. And I'm going to pay attention to the fact that God seems to care about this work. Yeah. The shift happened. From move, moving forward to with God, when I was in church, this was a handful of years later, shortly after Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur started, and, which was end of 2012 was Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, early 2013, I'm sitting in church, and the pastor did a message on Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30. Mm. And these are the scriptures commonly known as Jesus saying, come to me, all of those who are weary and heavy laden, you know, I will give yeah. you rest. He talks about how his yoke is easy and His burden is light. It's those scriptures. But yeah. My pastor did it in the message and in the message, which I had never heard before, it says, are you tired? Worn out, burnt out on religion, come to me, get away with me and you will recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk Mm. with me, work with me, watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you will learn to live freely and lightly. So the short of it is, (laughs) I heard that and said, there's a gap between my life and what I just heard. And Jesus showed me that. And that was like stage three shift. And from there, I never, I never turned back.
0: Wow. Wow. I feel like the first thing that you said was obedience.
1: (laughs) It was obedience that was done at a reverential fear of the Lord, not out of love, not out. It was just, I never heard God like that before. It was, it was, it was jarring.
0: That's that's sometimes, I mean, we we don't know all the things, right? But if we're are you willing to obey anyway, yes, and then go forward in the way that you already know, right? Because that's what you did. And I and I love that you said that because I feel like sometimes what happens is we get stuck in a place of well, I actually don't know how how you want me to do this. Well, that's okay. It That's is okay. okay. I yes. feel like somebody needs to hear that because that resonates with me because I was a planner too. I come from a background of teaching. Yes. Our minutes were planned. Of course. I mean down to the wire. Right. And so I totally get what you're saying with, well, what do you do? Well, you obey. Yeah. You, you take that first step and and then you do exactly what you already know how to do. And oh my gosh, God meets you right he there.
1: He does. And I love that you mentioned that you're a teacher. And so you kind of come from that planning and background. My background in tech is in technology. I was a software engineer. So talk about being logically and analytically driven. And then I was a project manager, counting yes. all the costs, mitigating all the risk. I mean, it was everything about my design and my in my um in my work life, that I mean, these are skills. The fact that my strategies, all of those things are good, but that's what made this even more complicated for me yeah. because it wasn't like, oh wow, well, what an adventure! I don't know what's coming up, but let me do that. That adventure shift happened because God shifted my heart, not because that was, not because that's how I'm inclined to just be whimsical and go with, you know, the, the you know, the lead, the leadings when things don't make sense. That wasn't my nature at all. Some people can do that naturally. That wasn't me at all, at all.
0: And I think somebody needs to hear that because you think when you see certain things or God is asking you certain things, it's almost like you feel like he can't be asking me to do it this way because this is not the way I'm wired. Guess what? Like his plans and his ways are for us. Yes. And, and sometimes it just takes going, taking that first step, like you said, and and can you even share like some of the moments that maybe stick out to you where it was like oh my gosh this is so uncomfortable like this is so against what i am used to because i feel like that right there is 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 going to inspire somebody so can you share yeah.
1: yeah i mean that's that seems like the story of my life also i'll say i'll go back a layer from in the corporate time right so from the time that the lord said you're going to leave my you're going to leave this job by june of 2010 to June of 2010 was an 18 month period of time, right? In that period of time, I kept getting these nudges. Like I just kept sensing these nudges. I got so uncomfortable in a job that I'd been perfectly in career that was I was perfectly content in. And now all of a sudden it was just like, oh, I'm just, un, I'm uncomfortable and I'm unsettled, right? So I started praying and asking God, like if they would just lay me off That would be great. We're in the midst of layoffs. If they laid me off, I'd have a year's worth of severance pack as severance pay. I would have a year's worth of health insurance. And then my biggest concerns would be met. And in the midst of all the layoffs, Sabrina, I got a promotion. Where do they do that? So I'm like, okay, so the Lord laughed at my plan, (laughs) which was how about I get laid off and then have the comfort of a year's worth of severance, you know, to, to do this transition and I got a promotion. So I had to leave in the midst of the discomfort and the tension of also being promoted and then be like, I don't know. I mean, if the Lord hadn't spoke to me the way he did in April, I think I it would have taken me longer to leave. I would have gone well past June of 2010 because there was all of that discomfort with it. it doesn't make sense to leave this job yet, but I did not have comfort inside. There was tension because I knew that mm. there was something I was supposed to be doing But I didn't know how to do that because it didn't make any sense. So that was a first level layer of tension. That next layer of tension of kind of working through that is even to do kingdom driven entrepreneur. I, I was solid in real estate investing. So then, so when I did that second shift and I'm like, okay, he seems to care about this business. I was in a business that I was comfortable with and could grow in. But then I, you know, I'm a handful of years into that going to 2012 and one of my real estate buddies said. Hey, I met this woman and I felt like we're, I was supposed to connect the two of you. So he connects me to this one woman. She says, hey, I've got this client that I really feel like I'm supposed to connect you to, which ends up being a woman named Antonina Gear, who's a co-founder of Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. Now, mind you, when we met, she said, uh, we, we like hit it off immediately. Like we really, we were like fast sisters. And about eight weeks in, I said to her, I feel like God brought us together for a really specific reason. Because I've been feeling the same. I said, let's pray and come back in a week and talk about it. So we did, we didn't even live in the same state. We came back, talked about it. I'm like, it's not of that, it's none of that. Let's go back and pray and come back again. We do this three rounds. On the third round, she goes, the Lord gave me these words. This had happened months prior. And I don't know what the words are about. I don't know what he wants to do with, what he wants He want me to do with them. I don't really know what they mean, but the words are kingdom driven entrepreneur. Now, what came out of my mouth, this flew out of my mouth. I had no idea what I was talking about. I said, that's a community. It's a movement and it starts with a book. Mind you, Sabrina, I didn't know what a kingdom-driven entrepreneur was. I was a Christian business owner, but I didn't know what is a kingdom-driven entrepreneur. You couldn't Google it and find an answer. Like no one was talking about kingdom entrepreneurship at that time. It was like, what is this? You know? So that next level of tension and discomfort is, wait a second, how in the world am I saying out of my mouth, this is a community and a movement, it starts with a book, but I don't even know what a kingdom driven entrepreneur is. You connected me with this woman, and we're supposed to start a thing that we're still like, Lord, but what is this? So imagine the strategist planner, who now has left the job, that was an extra massive exercise of my faith muscle, to then two and a half years later, be meeting someone and having to start a community and movement that starts with a book on a phrase that we're just leaning into the Lord to figure out what in the world that is. And who starts with a book, Sabrina, who starts with a book on on a phrase that they don't know what the word is. Wow. tension, Right. Wow. So that was that next layer of tension, but we worked through that. God met us in the obedience and just the faith. That's why he redefined success for me. It is in your faith plus your obedience that equals success. All the manifestations of outward success will come along the way, but you just walk this thing out with me. And I was just doing that with Antonina step-by-step. And six months later, we launched a community and movement called Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. And we were walking it out out loud in front of folks. We weren't experts to say, hey, we've got 10,000 hours of expertise to come and teach you something. We were like, we're learning and we're being obedient and faithful to this thing. And we're going to, everything that we learn, we're going to share it. Right. And that's how we showed up. But been like, what, how are you monetizing this business? We don't know. Is it a business? Yep. Is it a ministry? Yeah. Yep. Okay. But what's the plan? We don't know. We're seeking God daily. So this was the early walk, right? But it was just yeah. that consistent showing up to just be like, I'm going to be, I'm going to steward this little bit of faith that I have with the little bit of information that I have. And I'm going to just watch God move, confirm, you know, reveal more as we go. And that was the adventure. That's still the adventure, just in new ways now.
0: That's still the adventure. It's I still love the adventure that.
1: For the rest of my <laughs> life, that's the adventure. Yeah.
0: You're still doing the thing. You're still showing still up the because there's more to come. There's always, always more. There's always, always more. more. Yes. But isn't that, I mean, isn't that faith though? Like I think when, when I think about faith, you know, and this walk with the Lord, it's almost like I hear your story through the eyes of well of course you are because that's faith. But when God asks you to do something, it's like, wait a minute now. Right. <laughs> this this works for somebody else. Yes. But but when he asks that of you, it becomes this whole I feel like new level of faith that you you didn't even know God like that before.
1: No. I did not grow up in a church that even talked about the Holy spirit. Okay. So it was like, I knew, G- I knew Jesus and I knew Jesus loved me. I knew a lot of Bible stories. Right. Yeah. And I was pretty much the kid who stayed out of trouble, a good Christian girl, like stayed out of trouble. Right. Then when I was in college, I learned about the Holy spirit, but I learned about how the Holy spirit spirit moved inside that church building. So I would see yeah. cool stuff. I would see a manifestation yeah. of the Holy spirit in, in, in movement Inside a church building, but I didn't have an understanding of the Holy Spirit leading and guiding me in all truth every day, all the time with me. I didn't have that revelation. I didn't get that until I left my corporate job and encountered God so powerfully that He and and went on this adventure with Him. You know, I was in my early 30s. It's and it's wild to think about that, but that's that that was that was my upbringing, you know, and it's wild to believe it's wild. To know that I was learning how to walk that out while simultaneously and very shortly after learning how to walk that out he's wanting me to walk that out out loud in front of people and help bring other people along on an adventure of their own you know the fact that he didn't wait for me to be years down the path you know it was like no I want this to be on display if people go back you know it's been wow. over 11 years since Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur uh, started at this point, but if someone goes back, you will find evidence from our early podcast from 2013. You'll hear the podcast episodes where I, where after I heard that message from my pastor and was like, I'm figuring these things out. Like all of it is documented for the world. Wow. You know, and I and I know he did that with intention. It's like let's see a walking testimony. Let's see the evidence of that, right? Yeah. So, I mean, this we're modern day folks walking out life with God and people should be able to see that not everyone's journey is out loud. He doesn't call everyone to do everything like that, but we should at least be open to living it out loud in front of the people that are in our whatever that sphere of influences your kids, your neighbors, your co-workers,
0: you know, whatever. Yeah. Wow. I, I think that living it out loud is what is so powerful and when i I found that out about you honestly that spoke to me i think so much more than any of the content that you were putting out
1: is that crazy
0: or what because not at all to me i just i i i saw what you were doing and i was just like wow you know the the message you were sharing was just so um so needed like i needed to hear it but what struck me is that i was like wait a minute. She's actually she doesn't have it all figured out and yet she is totally fine with being open and authentic. Yeah. And that's that is powerful. Yeah. Because so many times I feel like what we are doing we're hiding behind plans that we're trying to figure out and then we're telling God, "Yes, yes, I'm I'm all in it. I'm doing this for you. I'm I'm all here." But actually what you're showing up and sharing is what you have already figured out. Right. You're not really willing to share the messy. Yeah. But that is what people I feel like need to see. And they need to hear that, that this is an adventure. Yes. It's not, it doesn't have to be um, this thing that we're scared to do with the Lord, because what I feel like it is, is that we're so afraid of disappointing him and we're so afraid of failing yes. because we're still in that place of performing for him right and and I and I hope that he's going to be proud of me like when I do this but I I don't know because what if I mess up and I disappoint him yeah
1: i mean it's a, it's a real thing and i watched that out loud as a mentor quite a bit because I it's interesting how how from an entrepreneurial perspective people will easily you know hire a coach or a strategist or someone who says to them hey I've got this blueprint you know and when you do this you know here's my here's my seven figure success or here's my six figure success or whatever whatever and when you follow this and people will follow that but then when you say You know heaven's got a blueprint for you, and you can do this thing in business in partnership with God. It's it's like when they shift, and then now it's like, oh wait, I'm actually seeking God. I'm actually engaging God. And wait, Holy Spirit actually has strategy when they go into that mode. That's when they were with the with the consultant or the coach or the whatever who had the blueprint for them they did that without fear and hesitation walking that out but then when it was with God now it's like oh but I don't know if that if, I'm not sure if that actually did come from God, and and if it did I don't know and if it did like if I I don't know if I'm going to do this right and it's so interesting how what should actually be bringing liberty because we're the spirit of the Lord there is liberty and freedom in the same place where we should feel the most free We'll feel the most bound, which is just ourselves. That's not reality, but yet feel free to follow someone else's blueprint. It's fascinating, but that comes from that relational dynamic that you just described, you know, but love truly does. It's like the love of God truly does cast out all fear. It really does. And until you're rooted at least as some level of foundation of knowing how beloved that you are as his son, as his daughter, it is tough to walk that out. There's like a level of revelation that you need to have around that love. So then you realize he's got my best in mind. He's already proud of me and pleased with me as I'm walking this thing out with him. And by the way, since he's Emmanuel with me all the time, as I walk this thing out, he didn't leave. So he will course correct. He will share more as I go. And that's from this posture of, so I can be, I could take what feels super, to be super risky. I can take those steps in faith, knowing God is with me and that He is pleased with me as I'm walking this thing out. And that shift is so freeing and liberating to, to, which is our actual reality. It's very yeah. liberating to walk it out with God. When you have that revelation in your, in your mind and in your heart.
0: Yes, because you have the freedom to, to make decisions because I feel like that's that's a part of what you shared that I felt like was so I don't freeing is not even the right word like I feel like there's got to be another word for that but like you talked about going from that place of just the guidance I'm going to yes. receive guidance whatever you want me to do God I'm going to do it yes right but not even um realizing that all the while we have permission to dream yes with God and we have permission to make decisions yes. and I think that is a shift going from I'll do whatever you say. Just give me the plan to, wait a minute, I'm gonna make this decision. You know, it, it seems a little risky, but I know that no matter what happens, even if it's not the exact right one, you know, cause we always say, I wanna be in God's will. I wanna be in God's will.
1: <laughs> Which is way broader than we think.
0: <laughs> yes. Right. And we're so right. afraid to step out of yes. what we have created, like this narrow path. That if we venture this way and it's not quote unquote God's will, it's all of a sudden we've ruined everything.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Which is not reality. Which is not reality. Yeah. That's
0: not true at all. Like God is there even when we may go this other direction because we're just trying to figure it out. Yes. That that he's going to, like you said, course correct. He's going to lead us where we're supposed to go. And even... He uses even those decisions.
1: Yes, he does. There's nothing wasted in the kingdom of God. There's nothing wasted.
0: There's nothing.
1: That that scripture, is it Psalm 39 and... I might have the address wrong, but delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And that word delight, when you do a word study on that, it talks about being pliable in his hands. And so to me, when I was walking this thing out, if I focused on delighting myself in the Lord, just being pliable in his hands, seeing him growing in intimacy with God, aligning its like when I do that, then that aligns my thoughts with his thoughts my dreams with his dreams. So when I do that, because I'm with him, delighting myself with him, and even submitting my plans to him, because he says he will also order, you know, he he orders our steps and all of that. When I'm doing that, I don't have to feel like there's this separation between what my dream and his dream for me, because he gave me the desire of my heart. Why? Because I was delighting myself in him. Mm. And so it's one thing to go from, because I know what it's like to not delight myself in the Lord and to have my own desires and to ask him to bless them. Because I've been there. I lived that life, right? I also know the difference between now living a life of delighting myself in the Lord, being pliable in his hands, cultivating intimacy with God and focus on the relational aspect to realize that, oh my goodness, like I remember, I don't know whether I share this in Grace Over Grind or if this was a different book, but I remember distinctly maybe about, I'd gone through a season of following a lot of instructions because he would, and and I needed the instructions, quite frankly. It's like, I had no idea. We're doing Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. I had no idea what he was doing. And I was learning how to to gain confidence that I actually did hear his voice, right? And I remember distinctly when all of a sudden it's like a week went by, another week went by and I'm like, I haven't had any instructions for like two weeks. Like what's going on? I'm like, Lord, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? I haven't had any instructions for like two weeks. What are we doing? And I remember it was like, you have my heart. What are we doing? And it was like, oh, I have your heart. What are we doing? So now whatever I was thinking that is what we're doing is what we're doing. And it just opened up a whole nother dimension of wow. friendship, partnership, you know, uh with God which is what you were talking about. But it did take the time of cultivating intimacy, delighting yes. myself in the Lord so that there was that alignment because I know what it's like when there wasn't, right? He didn't waste any of that either, let's be clear. He didn't waste right. any of that from that time of my life either. However, this is way better.
0: <laughs> it's way better. It's, it's way, better. way better. it's way better. It's way better with God. Yes. Um wow. I feel like um, we could probably just talk and go on forever because there's so much depth to this way of life. Yes. And, and I mean, like you said, you're still on the journey, right? You're still learning and growing and, and, and that's what is so beautiful. And I feel like so freeing. Um, And I think that's a good place to even just, just close out today is, is to realize and recognize that, where you are and where I am, we're both on the journey and yes. and the people listening, we're all on the journey and it's still, we're going to continue to be on yes. the journey. And guess what? Like we don't have to focus on the finality on the, the, the end goal. And I think that's really for me has been um, so freeing because before I really was very focused on the goal. God, right. I just want to I just want to know how do I get to the place where you want me to be so that I know that you're pleased with me, that I've reached the goal, I've, I've accomplished the task, yeah. but when I just started to enjoy every day with him, I was like, oh my gosh, this yeah. is so much better than so much me trying better. to yeah. to figure out how to get to that end goal when I realized we can just enjoy this together.
1: Yes. I call it the wild and crazy and amazing adventure with God. (laughs) I mean, that's, that's what it's like to me. I mean, the reason why there's a fifth, there's a fifth anniversary expanded edition of Grace Over Grind was because I kept growing in the lifestyle of Grace Over Grind, right? So it's just like, there was more to share. I could write another one and another five years. There could be a 10, a 10 year, there could be a 15, there could be a 20 year, right? Because this is going from one level of glory to the next and what it's like to do life all things with God empowered by his grace.
0: So what would you say to that person that like, they're listening to this conversation and they're excited, right? They're feeding off the excitement of what we're talking about, but they're just like, how in the world do I go from where I am to what they're talking about? Like, what, what would you say to them?
1: Yeah, one of the things I actually mentioned in Grace Over Grind uh, was an early step for me, which was daily business meetings with God. Now, what I'm about to say, you can use it in whatever context, uh, that you 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 have, but so for me, it's like I need to engage God differently than what I than how I had before because I'm going to be doing things with God now. So what is that going to look like? So for me, from a business context, it was like, well, if God wants to be invited into the space of business, then I'm not going to just have morning devotional time where I read a particular scripture or I read you know you know a devotional or whatever. I listen to my favorite worship songs and then I'm off to do my thing. It was like, okay, cool. When I read the scripture, I'm going to actually ask Holy Spirit like help this word come alive for me. Talk to me as I'm like, be, you know, you're the living mm. word. So help me to, to read, understand, you know, apply this word. I would take my to-do list because I'm a to-do list girl. I would take my to-do list and I'm like, Lord, here are my thoughts for this week. What are your thoughts? I would sit, what do you want to talk to me about? What's your heart concerning this business? What's your heart concerning? I just started engaging God differently. And I was realizing that as I'm capturing his heart, concerning what I'm doing work-wise, right? And I do the same thing. I was doing the same thing as related to, you know, being a mom, especially kids are all so different, but it's like, I would just start engaging God in a different way and having conversation and then mm. being willing to take a step in faith, but based off of what you believe you heard from the Lord, you will not know hundred percent that it was from the Lord, but if it's not against his character, not against his nature, it's not, you know, If it's not counter scripture, then operate as if you do know the truth, which is his sheep, hear his voice and that the Holy Spirit leads and guides you in all truth and take that step of faith and begin to exercise those faith muscles. Because as you do, you grow confidence that you do indeed hear his voice, that he is with you in the midst of all the things, right? And so just, that's what I would say. Engage God in a way that you've never engaged God before. Do something different. Cultivate intimacy with God in a different way.
0: That's good. That's good. And if you want to get a copy of this book, I will tell you that what, what we're talking about is so there's so much depth to it. And this book is a short read, like you could literally go through it in a day, but I want to just encourage somebody, you know, this sounds like a lifestyle, like you want to learn about, there are activations at the end of each chapter. So it's not meant to be like a quick, fast read and check it off your to-do list it's meant to be something to take in (laughs) yes and take to the lord and allow him to teach you a new way of life yes so if if this conversation has been one that you're just like oh my gosh yes i want to know more about that i want to do life differently with the lord i would encourage you to get a copy of grace over grind um yeah because it's it's a way of life so we're not just talking to the entrepreneurs this is a way of life like you haven't heard in church before <laughs> <laughs> if i can just say that and just be so honest like yeah at a large so percentage of churches you're absolutely right yes yeah you're absolutely um, right. and god wants at to least do in the United life States. with you <laughs> yeah yeah he yeah. wants to do life with you um Wow. So thank you so much, sure. Shay, just for having this conversation Absolutely. and sharing your journey um, and the struggles um, because somebody somewhere is going to glean from just that. You just obey obedience. <laughs> you just yeah. step out and, and take, you know, take that step and God's going to meet you there. Um, nice. Wow. So thank you so much just for Absolutely. for having this conversation. It's been so good. And, um, so those listening you can find um Shay I'm going to have all the links in the show notes. Um I'll tell you where they can get a copy of your book. Um yeah, and so thank you so much for joining us Absolutely. and um yeah, hopefully maybe we can even have you back because I feel like there's so much more uh, oh, to this conversation. There's a, lifestyle. there's
1: a lifetime of this of of the, this. <laughs> this yes.
0: yes. Yes. Okay, I so pray until those will go
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: No, I was just going to say until next time. (laughs) All right. Take care.